Welcome to The Alignment Show, featuring conversations with folks who have taken steps to identify their highest values and align their lives around them. Time on this earth is not unlimited, and you may be seeking to make sure you spend your time on things that matter to you. These conversations will encourage you and support you in doing so. Now, let's meet this week's guest on The Alignment Show. And a good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to this week's edition, version, whatever you want to call it, of The Alignment Show. For those who might be seeing it for the first time, we feature conversations with people who have confronted reality, brought their lives into alignment with their values. Started with the pandemic, at least as far as my thinking, although most of the guests we've talked with, their uh, tackling of that sort of thing really predates the pandemic. But I think the pandemic accelerated this, this thing. We hear people talk about the great resignation I don't think of it that way. I think of it as the great realignment or the great reassessment. As people realize that life is short, you don't want to spend your life doing something that doesn't matter to you. Some of them did quit and resign. Some of them started businesses. Some of them switched professions. Some of them went back to school. Uh, some of them recommitted to what they were doing. Maybe they burned out a little bit but they remembered what it was that brought them to what they were doing in the first place and re-energized. So we have conversations with those folks. Now, we don't have a guest with us today. We had one lined up, but um, there's been family stuff going on. And of all people, those of you who know me, um, you know, the family stuff has to come in there first. Uh, for instance, we have in our household a severely disabled daughter. She's 20 years old and... Um, Honestly, I don't think any of her doctors expected her to be with us this long. She has changed a lot of things about my work, my profession. Uh, we've got to put that family thing first. And so today what we're going to do is to focus on talking a little more about my upcoming book. Now, I've mentioned it the last few weeks. I've been sponsoring my own episodes, so to speak, talking a little bit about how to join the email list, keep track of the progress and all that sort of thing. I can talk a little more in depth about it today. Uh, so let's just get right to that. The name of the book is The Way of the Three-Year-Old Why. Uh, I can show you all the cover here, at least as it stands right now. Okay, and the print's a little hard to read in that small size. So, oh, let's enlarge it a bit. Life is too short to spend it on things that don't matter. So you can see where it goes right along with what we're talking about here on the alignment show. Now, the kind of book that it is, it fits in the genre of what's called a business parable or a business fable. If you're not used to thinking of that genre, there are a lot of bestsellers out there in this genre. Things like The Greatest Salesman in the World, uh, The One Minute Manager. One of my favorites is The Go-Giver. We've had Bob Berg on this program before. Hope to get John David Mann on here at some point. Um, you know, th th this has been a huge impact on me. The idea of the business fable is that you're using fiction in order to get ideas or principles across. It's more engaging that way, makes it more memorable, makes you a little less likely to get tied up in the details, I think, as well. 
Now, what I've observed in reading this genre over the years is um, there's a challenge to it. You know, that is, if you start with the principles and then you just kind of layer a story on it, uh, it can get kind of preachy. It has to be a good story to begin with. I think the Go-Giver exemplifies that as well as a number of others. Like uh, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team by Patrick Lenzioni is a, a current example of this. Uh, the Energy Bus. So there's a lot of examples in this genre, but you won't find the genre as a particular listing on Amazon. Still, these kind of books have made an impact on people. And so I thought uh, the ideas that we would talk about in Way of the Three-Year-Old Why, uh, they're those kind of ideas. I talk about five guidelines for figuring out what truly matters to you. And the idea behind the three-year-old why is, uh, you know, you, you, you keep digging. I, I guess you can't be in business without having heard Simon Sinek's idea of figure out your why before you focus on your how or your what. That is, what do we do? How do we do it? And that's a great principle, um, not just repeating that, because Simon has really established that. There's even a uh, technique that's called the Five Whys. Uh, it comes from Toyota Corporation and gets at that basic idea about not being satisfied with the initial answer. This is things like, uh, well, my car won't start. Well, why won't the car start? Well, because uh, the carburetor, I don't think they have carburetors anymore, but just go with me here. Uh, the carburetor is not working properly. Well, why is the carburetor not working properly? Well, it hadn't been maintained. Well, why hasn't it been maintained? I haven't had the money. Why haven't you had the money? Well, because I don't have a job. See, you can keep going. It's not just about five. But the thing is, you can still be kind of surface level even after going through eight or ten of those, you're not really getting at something that is motivating. So you know how a three-year-old will ask questions and they will keep going until they get something that is satisfying. So that's the idea behind the three-year-old why. And it's why we share uh, five guidelines to help you figure out what your three-year-old why might be but we want it to be a good story to begin with so i'll tell you a little bit because there's there's some stuff there i don't want to give spoilers on but a little bit about the story that carries it we follow uh dan roberts who is uh and and i've got to say right up front there are a lot of things in here that people who know me they're going to recognize this is not autobiographical okay we did use some of our life experiences as inspiration for some of these things okay so dan roberts is a, a guy who has had a career as a college teacher and a speaker He's approaching retirement from college. He is feeling like he needs to really ramp up the speaking, but things keep happening. Things keep getting in the way. And he finds, doesn't realize it at first, but he, he connects with the wise mentor. Now, if you know the genre, you know this is kind of built into the genre. There's going to be somebody facing a challenge. There's going to be a wise mentor of sorts. 
Uh, and the go-giver, for example, Pendar, who has a lot of experience in business, is the wise mentor. In our case, the wise mentor is a somewhat mysterious figure. And this is where I don't want to give too much by way of spoilers. But uh, this mentor pokes and prods and asks questions to help Dan figure out really what is it that is at his core to figure out his real why. And that leads him to the what, what does he want to do? So we follow Dan through that journey. And that's the basic idea behind Way of the Three-Year-Old Why. Now, if you find this to be uh, interesting, has possibilities for you, I am, I, I've completed the first draft. Finished the first draft last Friday. And I've been a writer of some sort for over 50 years. Most of that has been in short form. Articles, uh, magazine articles, newspaper articles, that sort of thing. Uh, I do have three books to my credit, but they're all just kind of specialized. And uh, most of them out of print at this point. So this is, you know, kind of a, a new thing. It's the first one that I've done really since ebooks have become so accessible. Uh, so we're going to make them available in ebook form, in print form. Uh, I'm looking into doing an audio book. And so if you would like to keep up with what's going on with it, I've got a QR code we'll show here. And again, we've got listeners who are audio only, so I will say it out loud as well. You can follow along by going to donaldking.com. That's D-O-N-N-E-L-L. KING.com slash the number three YO. DonaldKing.com slash three YO. Uppercase, lowercase matters as far as the YO part. Now that's especially for the folks who are listening on audio only. If you've got the video, then you can see the QR code there. We would invite you to join us. The link will also be in the show notes. So easy enough to be able to get to that. So that's a little bit about what the book is about. Where we are right now is uh, we've got the book out to what we would call alpha readers, people who are looking at it while it's still in very rough form. And when I say rough, I've told people this is uh, right now it's rougher than Chuck Norris's toilet paper. Um, that's maybe too graphic a description, but you know, I'm not ready to really show it to anybody yet, except just two or three people that I trust who understand the process. After they've given me some feedback, I will go through and do a, um, a, a rewrite, uh, an edit. I anticipate getting it to beta readers in about three weeks. And so, uh, again, if you have some interest in what's going on with that, be sure that you go to donaldking.com slash 3YO, and you can keep track of that. I'll put that back up here. Let's see here. Let's make it a crawl, why don't we? There it goes across the bottom of the screen. I think it's going to be available in stores in about three months. So we will see how that goes. But in any case, um, this is actually the first book in a series. 
Now, I'm still working on the name of the series. What I've got in my head as the working title is The Muse Chronicles. I told you that I finished the first draft of uh, Way of the Three-Year-Old Why last Friday. I am writing every day, and I don't want to wait for the, um, the alpha readers to get back to me. But on the other hand, I don't want to mess too much with the manuscript until I hear back from them. So I've started on the next book in the series. Working title for that one is Real Speak. Now, I've been around speakers all my life in some fashion. I worked as a professional speaker, know a lot of other professional speakers. There are a lot of books out there on how to speak. But for the average person who's just trying to use speaking to build their business, uh, I think that there needs to be something that's not exactly more basic, but more human. And so we're going to use that same setup, the business fable, in order to guide a, um, can't remember the character's name right now. I know his first name is Harold, but Harold has to face giving a presentation. And the book opens with him giving one of those, thinking he's done pretty well. And uh, when he asks his supervisor about it, the supervisor strongly recommends that he check out Toastmasters, which is a pretty good indication that he didn't do so well. So there's not going to be detailed how-to stuff. There is a structure that we will talk about that anybody can use to be able to confidently get up in front of a group of people and make their point. But it'll be in that form of the business fable. That'll be the second book in the Muse Chronicles. We'll see where that goes. Now, there are a number of guests who have been on our uh, program before that have books out or are uh, working on getting books out. So I had kind of hoped to be able to give you some updates on some of those folks. Um, Murphy's Law kind of stuff, though. You know, everybody, I know one of those folks is on an airplane right now. One is teaching a class. Couldn't get everybody together. So I'm going to put in the show notes just to help everybody out. I will put in the show notes links to the books that my guests have already put out there. Uh, one, Jason Jang, who was on a couple of months back, uh, he has a book in process that he'll be putting out soon. I will check with Jason to see where he would like for folks to keep up with updates on that. I don't think he had that in process when he was on the show before. So we'll wanna make sure that folks can find those. You know, in this day and age with electronics and uh, artificial intelligence and all that sort of thing, uh, books are still the most accessible, most economical way to change your life. And while there will be increasing numbers of them, I think, because it's just getting easier to put books out there. Um, there are some writers that I know that are worried about what Joanna Penn has called the tsunami of crap. You know, that, that people will just start cranking out books and it'll make it harder to find the good books. I don't really think that's what's going to happen. I think readers are discerning. They can tell junk. And so there's going to be more of a need than ever for people to have access to books that support them in 
achieving their goals. And that's what we're trying to work on with the Muse Chronicles. That's what um, uh, Jeff West and uh, Lisa Wilbur, who were on the first episode of the Alignment Show, they have a book called Said the Lady with the Blue Hair. It's a business staple, and it's really won several awards. It's making a huge impact on people, not just in terms of business, but in terms of life. Uh, we mentioned Bob Berg with The Go-Giver, which, by the way, The Go-Giver is on sale on Amazon right now. I will put a link to the book in the show notes. I don't know how long the sale will last, but it's amazing to be able to get a copy of The Go-Giver for just $1.99. Uh, who else? Uh, Vidya Raman was on with us not too long ago. Her book was released after our episode. We did an in-between episode with her, in fact, when it was released. Um, we've talked about um, uh, Alexandra Watkins and, and her book. Um, drawing a blank on the name of it right now, but she is the naming expert. I got it down here. Uh, hello, my name is Awesome, I think is the name of it. So we will give updates on all of those. And I would encourage viewers here to take advantage of those resources. With that, though, um, I think we will go ahead and wrap up just a little bit early this week. We usually try to go for about a half an hour. But uh, th this is what I've got this week. I'm looking ahead to next week. And seeing that our guest next week will be longtime speaker, uh, one of the, as far as I'm concerned, one of the best in the world. He has been a finalist in Toastmasters International Speaking Contest. Rich Hopkins is scheduled for next week. We will continue to bring you guests who will help you to figure out how to live your values and value your life. So until next week. Be sure and work on those values. Don't let anybody tell you that what you value is not important. That's it for this week's episode of The Alignment Show. What has it inspired you to do in your own life? Whatever it is, take action now and take the first step. It will help you to talk with a friend about what you're thinking. Share confidencecultivators.com to spread the goodness and remember to live your values and value your life. We will see you next week on The Alignment Show.